morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. 7.31 a.m. family, welcome back once again to another episode. Today is January 13th. Me and Charlie pulling up to give you, you know, the latest news and everything we cover. First things first, though, we have to send on a happy birthday and a rest in peace to wrestler and native New Yorker Shad Gaspard. Wrestling fans, including me, all over the world recognize Shad as one of the members of WWE's former tag team, Crime Time. Fun fact, he also played one of the goons in DC's Birds of Prey film. In 2020, Shad sadly lost his life by doing something incredibly heroic, and that final act of his was saving his son from drowning. Rest in peace to Shad Gaspard, and we can't wait to see the big tributes on Twitter. Charlie, what's going on with the Batman, bro? Entertainment. Oh man, Elton, honestly, this news, I mean, it was it was a long time coming. And when we talked about it in the script review, everybody was like, of course, this is what happened, Charlie. And I was still just disappointed about it. But Batman has, uh, it was announced that it received a PG-13 rating. And the reason why that's disappointing is just because I think a lot of people, based on how dark and spooky and scary and evil the trailers have looked uh, myself included we're kind of anticipating that it was going to get an r rating according to the motion picture association of america the film has been rated pg-13 for strong violent and disturbing content drug content strong language and some suggestive material i was hoping for just more than that but that's okay and i'm still gonna love it and i'm still excited to see it and also in the meeting everybody was like of course they got to make pg-13 it's batman they want kids to get to see it as well or teenagers and that's so fair i i still think that there's room to do kind of cool spooky stuff with a pg-13 rating um and then just for context batman is scheduled to arrive in theaters on march 4th and if you don't know it is starring robert pattinson as batman paul dano as the riddler which i'm super excited for because he he plays evil like nobody else um Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle Catwoman, Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth, and Andy Serkis, if you don't know, he was most famous for doing a lot of voice acting motion capture stuff for a long time. He was Gollum, um, he's Caesar in the Planet of the Apes movies, but then he's kind of come in front of the camera a lot more recently as himself. He was the villain in the Black Panther. He was really great in that, um, and he's had a lot of other roles like that recently. Colin Farrell is playing the Penguin, and Jeffrey Wright is playing James Gordon. I'm still so excited for this movie. Elton, we got some other superhero news, don't we? Yes, we're going from DC to the world of Marvel. So, if you have a Disney Plus login plug from like one of your exes or family members, you might want to log on today. That's because Eternals is finally available for streaming on the subscription service. And to top it off, you'll be able to watch it in IMAX Enhanced, which means it's going to look extra clean on that ginormous widescreen TV you have sitting in your entertainment center. So I saw Eternals as soon as it dropped. I largely enjoyed it. I know it's one of the more like divisive MCU films when it comes to like critical and fan reception, but I was a huge fan of it. You know, the final action sequence was amazing. I forget her name, but the deaf character that runs really, 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 really fast. She has some dope CGI attached to her. And that big fight she had with the Superman guy was just amazing. The end credit scene I got to give props to that, too. That almost made me faint in the theater. So Eternals, it all adds up to a solid eight for me. Yeah, if you haven't seen it already, check it out on Disney Plus when you get a chance. Pretty solid MCU film. So in the world of gaming, gaming, Nintendo, Kirby fans got a nice surprise yesterday in the form of a new trailer and an actual launch date. The Nintendo Switch exclusive Kirby and the Forgotten Land is finally set to drop on March 25th. That was shocking to me. I thought it was going to come out maybe in the summertime. So from the looks of it, this new release will be a true evolution for the series as it moves Kirby from his, you know, 2D plane roots into a vast 3D open world filled with all these different biomes to explore. The latest trailer showed off some of the game's biggest features, which includes Kirby's two newest abilities. So he can copy a drill ability and a ranger ability. And by the way, it has two player local co-op play. 
kind of wish it was online, but hey, I'll take anything at this point. I'm super excited about this game since I've enjoyed all of Kirby's past adventures, and I've been so ready to see that character get the whole Super Mario 64 open world treatment for the longest time now. So yeah, Kirby and the Forgotten Land dropping in March on the 25th. Charlie, Netflix, documentaries, sports, what we got going on? Sports. It is a fun one. So Netflix is set to create a documentary following the 2022 PGA season. Um, and I, I personally don't follow golf that closely, but what got me excited about this is that it's from Vox Media Studios and the team that created F1 Drive to Survive. And I, I, I mean, this is silly of me that I'm saying that it's what got me excited about it. I still didn't watch F1 Drive to Survive, but I just remember hearing such incredible, amazing reviews of it that it just was such a cool look inside the sport. The series is planned to go inside the ropes and behind the scenes of golf's biggest events, um, focusing on the players and the FedEx Cup and all four major championships. But I think the main thing is that F1 Drive to Survive really reignited a lot of interest in uh, in F1 and was uh, a good entry point for a lot of people who haven't followed F1 to get involved. And so I think that this will be similar for the PGA and for people to follow golf and, and, and learn the players a little bit more closely. So there's no confirmed um, dates or anything surrounding this yet because they have to follow the season. Um, but I bet it'll come out sometime in 2023. Um, then finally, the NFT world. NFT. This is fun because my job for a long time has been NFT slash style editor. Um, and so this is a fashion style NFT story, but the gap is going to be getting into NFTs. So last year, Adidas got into NFTs and that sale actually went really, really well. It was a bit polarizing in the community, but metrically it went really well. Um, now the Gap is getting into NFTs with their program called Gap Threads NFT, and it will include a bunch of tokens, and some of the tokens will be linked to limited edition physical hoodies. So the rollout of the NFTs, which are built on Tezos, which Tezos is a blockchain that is becoming increasingly more popular a lot of the time with corporate NFT rollout as well. Um, and part of that is just because Tezos is proof of stake, so it uses less energy, significantly less energy than Ethereum, so it's more eco-friendly. The rollout of the NFTs will begin today with the least rare token, um, which can be purchased for for 2XTZ, which is the, the Tezos crypto token. Um, and 2XTZ is less than $9. And then they're gonna launch increasingly rarer tokens on the 15th, 19th, and then a one of one on the 24th. And so those who buy the rare token, which is the one that's gonna go live on the 19th, and the rare token is about $436, accounting for XTZ value right now, um, will get exclusive access to the hoodie, which is a collaboration from Gap and Frank Ape is the name of this uh, creation by this artist, Brandon Signs. Um, and it's a really cool imagery. I think it'll be a fun hoodie. And then holders of the other tokens, the less rare tokens will also have like a gamified opportunity to convert their less rare tokens into an Epic to get the hoodie. Um, so the first drop is today and you can follow along at gap.com slash NFT. I feel like we're going to hear so many more clothing brands launching NFTs that correspond with physical items throughout this year. So the gap's kind of still early to the game in 2022. And that is it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, head over to 137pm.com or follow us on our social media platforms. Also, make sure to hop in our Discord and chat. We've been doing a lot of fun stuff in there. We'll be back tomorrow. As always, remember, stay curious. 